Castrol is a film podcast filled with dubious opinions, plot spoilers, and a healthy sprinkling of bad language. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Cast the Roll, the fortnightly movie podcast that each episode takes one of your favourite films and aims to serve you up a delicious recasting. My name is Jim, and joining me at the stove each week are my two co-hosts, my sous chefs, if you will, Nick and Sam. Hello. Hello. How are we doing, gentlemen? Jim, you say this podcast is about that, but is it really? Is it about that, or is it really about one man's journey to remember whether he's watched a film (laughs) or not? Down the line, we we might come across one of those. Anyway, how are we doing? Good, good, good. Yeah, nice. I'm yeah. happy. Did we all have a good Christmas? Yeah. Oh, I mean, this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> I did warn Nick. <laughs> I did warn him I was going to get you to think. Oh, uh, this was the curveball. This is the curveball. This is the curveball. Because this is coming out in the new year, so. Is it too much of a spoiler to say we're recording this just before Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> <Now> <laughs> <I> <laughs> My Christmas was, insert answer. <laughs> in that case, should we say what our projected Christmas Okay, I'll change the question. We are recording this on the 14th of December. Yeah. This doesn't go out until the new year. How do you think you're going to have a Christmas? Um, How do you think I'm going to have a Christmas? It's going to be, and this is wishful thinking, quiet. Be, quiet. You, have two, you have two kids. Peaceful. No chance. Yeah. Lying. There'll be a late morning to wake up. Okay, kids no. are sleeping for the first time in their lives. And in which one of the multiverses are you living right now? <laughs> the best. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't predict mine will be like that. Um, <laughs> It'll be good, yeah. It's just gonna be it's gonna be a quiet one on Christmas Day and then Boxing Day we see sort of other family and stuff. So you know, we got we got nice traditions and keep everything good. I can't I can't foresee anything too crazy, touch touch wood. It's just mental though, isn't it? Whatever way you, you can wish for a peaceful one regardless. It's always mental. There's always like family visitors, there's that uncle you haven't seen in twenty years. Mm. Probably for good reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, it sort of keeps you sort of on your toes, isn't it? For like that full yeah. couple of day period. And then you've just got to survive. You've got to survive Christmas. I predict just hunker down and hope for the best. I, I predict a lot of fun because the presents that we've bought <clears throat> for the kids, not really for the kids, it's for me. <laughs> so they, they won't listen to this. So we've, we've you got, hope. They've got a Nintendo Switch coming. Oh, look, kids, which, your Nintendo which Switch arrived. good, yeah. So, <laughs> just let Daddy, just let Daddy yeah. test it one more time. I just need to, uh, you know, calibrate it. Um, <laughs> yeah, Daddy so, just yeah. needs to play several hours on Mario Kart. Yeah, well, I'm hoping to get Zelda, actually. Um, what about you, Jim? Well, I, I predict Christmas is going to be very, it's just going to be carnage. Yeah. Because we will be going to the wife's parents. Um, there will be lots of family. So we'll have her brother and his wife and two kids come from Scotland, her sister and her partner and their two kids coming up from Exeter. So there's going to be like, just, just be chaos. Yeah. Absolute chaos. Can I just say, this is very distracting because for anyone listening, right behind James's head in my field of view is like a wonky 70s style <laughs> lampshade. <laughs> And whenever I speak with the mic, in my other view, it just looks like you're wearing a fashionable <laughs> sideways hat. <laughs> That's good. Well, 
Does it suit? Or does it suit me? That's all I want to know. Mate, you're yeah. rocking it. Am I, yeah. am I rocking it? You're yeah. rocking it. Fantastic. So, obviously, having said that, you guys will be listening to this after the fact. So we hope you had a good Christmas. We do. That's the main thing. We will post in the comment how our Christmas went. Yeah, we hope everyone's and also happy yes, New Year and a happy New Year. Yeah, I predict my year being very quiet. I don't do anything for you. No, not oh, same with New Year's. No, no, no. That's no longer a thing. That's. No. Sit that you'll be. I am. We're lucky if we're luck watching the fireworks at midnight. Oh wait, no. My no wife way. will definitely be asleep. I am usually up, and then I'm like twelve o'clock. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so, gentlemen, what in it, bringing this back to a filmy train of oh, yeah, this conversation? Is podcast, this is a it? film podcast. Okay. This isn't a, what that, we that is Christmas. why we're here. So, uh, in the world of film slash TV, what have you guys been watching this week? I have. Obviously, watch the film that we're going to casserole yeah. today. Um, watched a couple of other good films, actually. Um, so I watched um, a film called The Stranger, which is, uh, it's like an Australian, or, or it's certainly set in Australia, like gritty crime drama with um, oh, Sean Harris and who is the name? Joel Edgerton. Oh, yeah, okay. Really good, actually. Like based on vaguely based on a true story, I think, or inspired by. Um, and it's just about like a really, really long term sting that they set up to catch this sort of um, killer that they think. So that was really good. And then I watched a really good South Korean film called The Parasite, which I think I told you guys about. Recommended it. Yeah. So it's one of those ones where um, I have actually been recommended to watch it a few times, and um, I've, I've not, but I really want to. So after your recommendation, I shall watch that. It was pretty good. Yeah, it was pretty good. So yeah, that's it for me. I've been, um, I've been watching, well actually, uh, it's TV, obviously there's good stuff on TV, Christmas, Christmas time. Um, I have watched, now obviously, given the recording this way before Christmas, but I have watched Jingle All The Way, because that's a great Christmas film. It's, nice. the, it's um, the best Christmas film. It's, 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 it is great. Um, and also uh, the Doctor Who specials, you know, the David Tennant and Catherine Tate ones. Um, yeah, I quite like those. The new um, Shooty Gatwa, the new Doctor coming into it. It's, nice. Yeah, it's good. I'm, uh, I wouldn't say I'm a massive, massive, massive Doctor Who fan, but like, mm. I am a fan and I've watched every episode. I'm the same as that. that. Like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't watch it, and if it's on, I yeah. will watch it. And I love it. Yeah, it's, it's really always good. good. It's good. I think it's, um, you know, like you, you watch like Star Trek. And you're like, this is good, but it's American. Mm. And you watch Doctor Who, and you're like, this is good. It's British. Yeah, it kind of it just feels a bit more, you know, into what we're we're, we're about. How yeah. about you, Jim? Anything fun? Uh, Anything you can remember? <laughs> <laughs> well, you've seen that. I think it's been a surprise. Actually, oh. I have. I have actually had quite a film-heavy weekend. Oh my! Believe it or not, what have you watched? So obviously, what we're one gonna, what, one film. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> the film we were casting. He's, he's, yeah. he's not sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did have to watch it over two nights, um, but no, we, were, we had a quite a nice family family film weekend, really. So we had there was a film called, that's just come out on Netflix called The Family Switch, which is a very tropey Friday the Thirteenth type film. Got a few decent laughs in it. It's not not a bad not a bad little watch to be honest. If you've got nothing to watch on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon, sit down, popcorn, chocolate. Friday the Thirteenth is in like he 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 means. He means Freaky Friday. Okay. Or he means 13 going on 30. He's, he's combined okay. two films there. <laughs> Not Friday the 13th. Like, <laughs> isn't that like Jason X? Or yeah, it is, yeah. Okay. yeah. I did he, mean that. Get, <laughs> he, means, he means Freaky <laughs> Friday <laughs> and he means 13 going on 30. Rewind. No, no, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. 
For <laughs> any of you that, that don't know, it's based... Your lad must have been terrified. This guy is young to get him started. Like, fair play. Yeah. Because I do love a horror film. But... Oh, man. Yeah, I, 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 I would I wouldn't know. I I'm going to pel- get pelters. I'm going to get pelters when this episode ends. I want to know if anyone in the comment section got what he was talking about before <laughs> we did. Needing without needing to. He's talking about a film with Ed Harrison. Ed Harris. Ed, Ed Helms. Ed Helms, Ed Helms and Jennifer Gardner. Jennifer Gardner. It's very good. I mean, it's Jennifer Gardner, so it's very much thirteen going on thirteen. It's like she so loves true. playing. It's so, like, it's so true. Right, yeah. it's what, good. It's good. Ed Harris, absolute shout for the Deacon in Waterworld. Yeah, I think we said that. Yeah, oh, we, did we? we did. We did. Yeah, Ed Harris is is good one. You know, Westworld and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah he's great. So yeah, so you so watched a watch film a... that was a bit like Freaky Friday or Thirteen going yeah, on Thursday. That's the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we also watched the new Trolls film. Oh, nice. oh the band together. Yeah, yeah. Just nice, easy, easy. Sit down and just watch with the family. Yeah, I quite like band together. It was, it was good. I like the Trolls films. I think it was a like. So basically, if any of you don't know, in band together, like Branch, you know, we find out that he used to be in a boy band, and obviously, you know, voiced by Justin Timberlake, and you're mm. like, oh great, that's going to be really funny. It'll be NSYNC no, 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 no. <laughs> really? NSYNC do come into it. They're, 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 different... they're like the final, they're like the extra twist that you realize yeah. that Branch actually used to be in another boy band. Oh, but no what way. that means, because clearly they were like, let's do this and let's get NSYNC in it. Yeah. But clearly they were like, That's NSYNC all... aren't good enough actors to pull off the entire <laughs> film. So, let's, so they'll just let's sing do, it. Let's yeah. do a Jackson exactly. 5 riff instead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, not bad. And then obviously, of course, yeah, watching the film mm. with cast to roll in. And I've also been watching a bit of TV, which I will go into duly. Oh, okay. Oh. All right, so, so should we tell everyone what we've been cast a role in? Let's do it. Okay, what are we doing then, Jimmy? This week. And this is a film that you had not seen before. No, this, yeah, this is actually going to be a, quite a unique cast a role. Which is... Well, a, unique for now, because it's the first time we're going in, we're doing one which I hadn't seen prior. This will not be unique. To be, to, yeah, to be fair, <laughs> yeah. the, only reason, the only reason we're doing this is because we've been through the three films he's seen. <laughs> like... <laughs> And even then, I wasn't convinced with one of them. Right, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so, come on, come on, Jimmy, what is it? This week, we are doing Gladiator. Yeah. No spoilers, because people would have seen that when they clicked <laughs> on the episode yes, exactly. Title. Well, maybe I'll make the episode title something great. Oh. Okay, so, Gladiator. Yes. You, you guys a fan? Well, I mean, I mean, yeah, I am. This is another one of those films, a bit like, uh, for me, like Jurassic Park, Home Alone 2, probably as always, a little bit older than that, probably like teens, I guess, early teens, where this was on constant replay in the VHS player for yeah. me. Like a good, I'd probably at least a good 30, 50 watches of this film, I would say. Yeah, I like growing up, I was always into kind of what, what do they call them, like swords and sandals films. Yes. So, like, you know, like I, I liked. I like knights and I like swords and shields and cavalry charges and and this sort of had all of it. And I remember when I was a lot younger, I was really into the Romans. Like when I did that really? at school, like doing the Romans was awesome. Yeah, you know? yeah. Um, and so yeah, when Gladiator came out, I was like, yeah, was, this, that was pretty awesome. But you should say that because this is kind of the film that is um, credited as kind of really reviving the whole sword and sandals sort of epic as well. Um, so for anyone, again, that has lived under a rock for the past 20 years, Gladiator is a um, 2000, so is in the year 2000, epic historical drama uh, directed by Ridley Scott, obviously starring Russell Crowe, Joaquin Phoenix, Connie Nielsen, um, Oliver Reed in his final uh, cinema role. Um, 
and a bunch of other really fantastic actors as well. Now, the most important thing for today, James, what did you think about this film? Truthfully? Yeah. Crap. <laughs> Honestly, it screams everything I should like. I love the Romans. Okay. I, 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 you know, I, that was one of my favourite subjects in school. I love it. This, if it wasn't for Joaquin Phoenix, would have been the drizzling shits. <laughs> this was crap. There, was there were characters that could not have been less relatable. They were unbelievable. I mean, don't get fucking Maximus' storyline. He was the most unbelievable character in that film. I had no, at no point during this film did I believe for a second he wanted revenge. He just, he just seemed to be coasting along. At no point did I believe he was in danger. Never, at no point did I believe he was an actual slave. That is what these gladiators were. They were slaves. And at no point did I believe he was a slave. That, uh, was it Proximo? The, the man in, in charge of slaves. At no point did he feel like a slave driver. At no point did he feel mean towards him. He was, he was an ally. They were not meant to be allies. They were meant to be vicious, horrible people. And at no point was Maximus feeling like he was in any danger. When he was in the arena, I didn't feel like he was really fighting for his life. Those fights were not very good. Well, well. I, I don't, they, they were not particularly... I am, I am currently watching something which I believe is far superior in Spartacus Blood and Sand. Oh, good God. The character of Spartacus, <laughs> you can at that. least believe he is fighting for his wife's freedom. You can believe the character. At no point did I believe Maximus was just there. He was just a character. He, he did not, but I was not buying him as in any peril at any point. So anyway, you, going back to the summary of the yeah. uh, film. <laughs> um, Sorry, I didn't realise we were still summarising. <laughs> uh, we'll, 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 we'll address... Jim's slanderous comments. Oh, those are some strong oh, feelings. Honestly, I think if you're defending the film, you're lying to yourself. Wow. Oh. I think you are lying to yourself. This film won Oscars. I think that must have been a shit year for film. <coughs> for this to win best film in, for the, in the 2001 Oscars, it must have been a shit year in 2000 for films. I mean, I'm not saying for Russell, for Russell, I'm Russell Crowe to win. Are, yeah? For Russell Crowe to win best actor, there must have been some shit competition. Did the fact that what. Yeah, the fact that Joaquin Felix didn't win Best Supporting Actor when he was arguably the best character in that film. I believed Joaquin Felix's Commodus. I believed the cowardness of him. I believed his jealousy. I believed him, him wanting the power. I can, I, he was the only believable character in that film. So, uh, um, <laughs> I mean... I, I, I mean... Let, right, first of all... <laughs> <laughs> Where do you start, Sam? Uh, first of all, some of the things um, that Jim has said, I will be addressing in my my history corner. Oh, um, okay. So we've got Nickopedia corner, um, but um, for this one, so I'm a little bit of a history buff, and I do know some of the things about this film, the, the real-life people and the real-life scenarios, and some of the things, he's just wrong. Ooh. So we can, we can address those. <laughs> now, I will say, however, I do agree that Joaquin Phoenix should have won over Russell Crowe. I don't He's think I don't think Russell awesome Crowe's performance film. was bad. I don't think I it was. Don't think it was. I think actually portrayed a more realistic approach to grief and loss. Like grief and loss, actually, a lot of people say it leaves you hollow and unable to like conjure emotions and unable to kind of articulate how you're feeling. And I think he portrayed that more realistic approach to loss 
better than if he was screaming and always angry. And you just can't, your body can't maintain that level of like sheer desperation and heightened emotions for a long period of time. He had that bit where he got back to his home and, you know, he saw that his wife and child were dead and he was, he had snot coming out of his nose, you know? He was emotional then. And then he just broke and he was broken. Now, I'm aware that Nick hasn't finished his rundown of the film. <laughs> so, you know, we're yeah, talking about he things. He is desperate to get I, this I, rundown finished. Like, get... Let's go back to Nick and he'll tell you what actually happens in the film. <laughs> <laughs> so now is probably a good time to say the film centres around the Roman general, played by Russell Crowe, Maximus Decimus Meridius. Uh, he's portrayed by Commodus, who is the character played by Joaquin Phoenix, um, who is the son, the ambitious son of Emperor Marcus Aurelius, the Roman Emperor. Played by Richard Harris, who's amazing. Correct, yeah, he's awesome in this. Um, and then Harry Commodus... Potter! <laughs> wrong, wrong film. Commodus! But it's same actor. Same actor. Same, actor. same voice, brilliant. Yeah. Uh, when Commodus murders his father, seizes the throne, reduces slavery, Maximus becomes a gladiator. Um, I guess it doesn't explain that he's kind of he's also kind of left for dead. Yeah. Um, he manages to escape. He returns to his family, find that they have been killed um, by Commodus's um, sort of people that are close to him. So Maximus ends up being picked up by like a slave caravan, um, reduced slavery, becomes a gladiator, rises through the ranks of the arena to avenge the murders of his family and his emperor. And I guess that really sums up two of uh, what I'd say the main themes in this film. One is revenge, right? Mm -hmm. It's basically a revenge flick, like a historical action revenge flick. And a buddy cop film. Yeah, yeah. Uh, who doesn't yeah. want that? Like a buddy cop film. <laughs> like all the gladiators are like buddies and you got this one guy that was like one week from retirement. That is good. It's back to most and commonest. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose the other one, because it's interesting that you touched on the fact that, you know, James, you said that you don't think that there's a much emotionally going on in this film. No, I didn't say much emotionally. I just didn't believe him. Okay. But I, I, I can buy the emotion. Like at the end, the end of the film, when he's reunited, I bought that. When he, when he finds him dead, I bought it. It's the in-between. It's the shit in the sandwich that I, couldn't, I didn't buy. <laughs> that, is, that is what I didn't buy. What? It what started off though? great. It started off great. It really did. I, I, I got the... Com I, not the com not comments. I got the Maximus character. I understood where he was in... With his rank, I got his positioning with the Caesar. I, you go, I, you know, I, the, the battle at the beginning I thought was pretty decent. And pretty then, decent, arguably, like it's it's gone down in history as arguably one of the best battles ever seen on film. Oh, really? Like and, up there with the storming of Normandy. I mean, are you sure, yeah. Until you see all the people just stood there doing fuck all, but that's fine. <laughs> but before the battle happens, they stood to do no, it. No, 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 no. As they are colliding, there are just loads of people dotted around, just looking. I spotted several. Just like looking lazy. around, just like They're lazy, uh, <laughs> clearly unaware of what they should, which way they should be facing. Hang on this a is this is cool. Let me make a quick phone call. <clears throat> Hello, is that Ridley? <laughs> yeah, no, it's Nick. <laughs> what do you mean? What am I wearing? Just jeans and a t-shirt. What underwear? Boxes. Black ones. Yeah. <laughs> Right, anyway, you're going to want to listen to this because there is some fucking sauce being thrown at Gladiator, mate. Right, continue. So, I mean, right, so... <laughs> Ridley, just, like, just keep an eye on your extras next time, okay? I mean, I, I don't know where... I don't even know where to start. Right, so... No. Jim, Jim's had his say. Now, look, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Uh, he's wrong, but look, he's entitled <laughs> oh, to Oh, and it took me two nights to watch, not because of <laughs> the length, because I got bored. I mean, it's crazy, because, I mean, I hadn't seen this film for a couple of years. Same. 
And I literally, I put it on and before I knew it, it was over. I enjoyed I it so much. Yeah, and it was yeah. just like, it, I just loved it. I, I personally really like it. Um, Russell Crowe isn't the strongest performance in this show, but that's not because he's bad. It's because other performances are better. You can't have a go at an actor for not being the best thing in it if he's very good and other people are just excellent. That's yes. like, you know, that's, that's difficult. I think he's good in this, though. He's I fine. Think he's this great. is kind of like his, his rising star as well yeah. in terms of his career. So he'd come off the back of LA Confidential. I think he was their number one pick. Um, I think his kind of also kind of ego was probably his maximum at that point in his career as well. Before we, before we jump into History Corner, is there any interesting facts from Nicopedia Corner? Apparently an awful lot of rewrites in this film. So I think the script itself um, was kind of a lot of the, the cast itself felt it was unfinished, felt like it needed a lot of work. Um, I think initially it was kind of an out-and-out revenge film. And actually one of the things they rewrote into it to give Maximus more depth was the whole strand around kind of wanting to meet his family in the afterlife. So that mm. was actually written into the script to give him more depth. And apparently Russell Crowe was heavily involved in a lot of kind of adding bits and pieces to the dialogue yeah. to give his character depth. Okay, so just quickly to go over, because this is a historical film and a lot of the characters in it are based on real people. Mm. So just quickly go over some things. First of all, the film actually, in terms of the characters and the plot, isn't very accurate. Um, Shock. Russell Crowe's character <laughs> is made up. He isn't a real character. Maximus Decimus really You mean this not. isn't a biography? It's not. It's not. I'm he's he's not made up. However, um, Marcus Aurelius and Commodus are real. Marcus Aurelius is widely regarded as the last great leader of Rome. The whole plot around Commodus not succeeding him is completely false. Commodus was actually trained to succeed him from an early age and was actually became co-emperor at 15. Commodus wasn't a great leader. <laughs> he wasn't a great emperor, but it was mostly because he just wanted to enjoy himself. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the way he's been described is imagine like those trust fund kids yeah. that, you know, at 19, they're just, they're out partying and they're doing all this stuff. So he, you know, he did, you know, hundreds of games and, you know, spent loads of money and just basically enjoyed himself. One thing that is really accurate is Commodus did compete as a gladiator. Really? <laughs> yeah, he did. No so way. he used to go in, obviously, like, all the best equipment against, like... Tooled up. Against, like, above, injured... Above off the street. Yeah, against injured, ill, sick, yeah. maimed yeah. gladiators. Yeah. So he, always, well, he was never really in danger. Yeah. But that part is actually accurate. Um, but the real way that Commodus died is not as valiant as in the film. Can we so, guess? Can we take a guess? Yeah, take a guess. How did the real Commodus die? Well, he was he was probably a right little weedy little ratty, scary shit. I mean, he, he didn't die on the toilet, Elvis style. That was exactly what I was going to say. You're close. He was choked to death in the bath. Really? Yeah. So he was um, assassinated. So yeah, so he loved assassinating people. Mm. And the way he died is because he wrote a list of people he wanted to assassinate left it on his desk. <laughs> his was it cool? Was the title of the list Commodus' yeah, assassination yeah. list? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. It's like his Santa list. <laughs> Sounds like what I'd do. And, um, yeah, and his mistress saw it. His mistress was at the top of the list. <laughs> <laughs> so she took it, went to, like, other people on the list and, like, worked with them to arrange his death. That's amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it, it isn't it isn't very historically accurate in terms of the story and stuff, but in terms of the fight choreography, in terms of the weapons and all that, 
very historically accurate in the tactics. And also, this is what I wanted to touch upon. When you talked about the gladiators and the slaves, actually they weren't. Like, think of gladiators like modern-day racehorses. Right. They were treated better than anyone other than, like, nobility. They were treated super well. When they weren't fighting, they would have you know, mistresses and massages and baths and all they could eat and they were they were treated super well. Mm. I'll stand corrected. I will admit I will admit my defeat on that one. Yeah. So I guess I guess we better get into the 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 meat of the casserole. <laughs> we should. Are, I mean, are, are we ready to casserole? That's the question. Uh, I think, uh, well I'm ready. Are you ready? Oh I'm I, I don't think I am. <laughs> I might be Right then, let's catch the roll. Let's do it. Right, James. Who? Let's do a right. Let's do a quick roundup. Who have you got? Bizarrely enough, I've got the big guy. <laughs> so I've got Maximus Decimus Meridius, played by Russell Crowe. I will also be recasting Senator Gracchus, who is played by Derek Jacoby. He's like the good senator, right? Yeah. It's, it, it's well, Jacoby. He's... Just get it off there. Is it Derek Jacoby? And I have got Lucilla, played by Connie Nielsen, who I couldn't work out if she's Conrad's sister or lover, or both. both. She's both. I don't think she wants to be his lover. She doesn't want to be his lover, but no. she is his lover. Right. Is but, she? That's never yeah, quite important. Yeah. I never it's actually, like, I never um, really seen in them, apart from that one scene when he, on, apart from that one scene when he cuddles up to her. I didn't really. Again, another didn't, didn't get anything from it's that. Was that many really holes of gold? Was he, Banging his sister. Yeah, they were all banging. They were, they were banging. They were always banging everyone, weren't they? <laughs> Wait, Sam, sister, brother, any other mother? <laughs> right. So I've got I've got Commodus played by Joaquin Phoenix. I've got Marcus Aurelius, his daddy, played by Richard Harris, and I've also got Quintus, who is the sort of head of the Praetorian Guard, which I had to explain to Jim what Praetorian Guard was as well, um, played by um, Thomas Arana. I'm doing a cast role of Proximo, played by the legendary Oliver Reed, and then Hagen. I should say Proximo is the uh, like the slave um, owner, his own owner of the well, slaves. Well, the gladiator, the ex gladiator, yeah. yeah, who yeah fought for his freedom, earned his freedom. He then became a slave. He was like um, working in Rome to begin with, got kicked out of Rome, and then he's working in Africa. Uh, I've got Juba, who is the Numidian tribesman, the hunter, who became slave of the gladiator. And he's played by Jimon Hounsou. And then I've got Hagen, who is the big gladiator dude, who is like training the slaves initially, and then yeah. becomes friendly with everyone. And he's played by Ralph Moella? Moiler? Moiler. Seen him in stuff, but would be any what it is. Yeah. Moiler, maybe. Uh, right, well... Where do we start? Well, we can only be one. We've got to start with, unfortunately, Jim, because <laughs> he's got the main guy, the, the Oscar-winning Russell Crowe for this role. See, so. what I, I'm wondering is whether, because you hated this film, are you casting with a view to improving it, or are you just trying to get through this as quickly as possible? I I, honestly, I don't know. I was, well, I was just watching the film and thinking who could play the role. Who can I see wearing a gladiator outfit? And at the end of the day, isn't that all we all do? Yeah, there you go. I mean, it, so <laughs> I'm going to start running through some names. Yeah, okay. You start, we'll stop you when we've got one that's good. <laughs> so, first name that popped into my head, don't know why, Sean Bean. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I, mean, I went Sean Bean, yeah. Lord of the Rings, uh, that 
film that sharp sharp yeah uh, sharp equilibrium yeah i was going well i was going down i was going kind of going down like period pieces you know like, yeah yeah kind of yeah. Yeah. Bean. <laughs> when he listens to him commodus i will have my vengeance <laughs> <laughs> this I'm, I'm, I'm not against it <laughs> okay, okay, so Sean B. I mean, he's a great actor. Next name, Tom Harding. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah. Next name, Alexander Ludwig. Okay. Yeah. From um, Vikings. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, then we went with Charlie Hunnam. Oh, I like him. I oh, like yeah, him. he's great. Do you know what, actually? <clears throat> um, I really liked him in the Guy Ritchie King Arthur film. I was going to say, the guy, I was, no, the gangstery one. Oh, but the gangster one's really called uh, the, the Gentleman? Yes. That's really good. Actually, that might be another shout for... Um, for um, what's his name's best role, uh, Matthew McConaughey. He's brilliant. He's great in that. He's and great. isn't Hugh Grant amazing? Oh, in that Hugh film. Grant is he's so, so good. He's like his Renaissance. He's, thing, he, he's brilliant. Right, but, sorry. Uh, Charlie Hunter is is good. And yeah, and the the guy Richie King Arthur is a bit hit or miss, but he's good. He was one. He's he's, mm. one, he's, he's two of my favourite names. Um, next one's which we have mentioned, Alan Richardson. So from Reacher. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Big imposing motherfucker who yeah. who might work for for one that you're doing. He, hey, he, would, he could oh, take yours. And the, the other name, which was the second contender, was Kit Harrington. Oh well, yeah. but, he was in Pompeii, wasn't he? Was he? Yeah, which didn't be great. Oh, and my Game of Thrones, obviously. But I, yeah. I, I think he could probably be a bit drab and. <clears throat> I've, 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 I've just Maximus, you know. I've just put I've just put up with two two hours fifty of drab. Do you, know my so, problem, do you know my problem with Kit Harrington is I don't have a problem with any of him. He was very good at Jon Snow, but he's a bit too pretty. Like, he's, a very be- he's a very beautiful man. Isn't yeah, he? like um, he's got, not only not only has he got good face, but he's got good hair. Yeah, and, and I'm just, bold. Well, so <laughs> you're all right, mate. You're not in the film. <laughs> yeah, but for that, but you can't be that do you good. Want to play, that good hair. Do you want to play the part as one of the other gladiators? <laughs> fuck him up. <laughs> do you know what? One, can I? I think it's, it's just weird. Spend in a second. I know it's going. to end in an argument again but just go <laughs> back to Crow's performance in this yeah. which I think is, is actually really strong it is, is strong. I think where he's got it's that, Oscar winning it's fucking like Oscar right, winning yeah he's got that kind of humility for me I think he's got um, I think the, the best thing he's got are the moments where he really portrays a person a character who has he's got had charisma all his life, right? And he's had charisma for the reason that he you knows he's up the ranks of the Roman military and whatever. People around him love him. Is that because think, of his charisma or his fighting ability? Well, both. Well, both. His leadership I mean, ability, yeah. yeah. But I think because I'd argue that Russell Crowe has no charisma. Really, I think there's moments in the film yeah. where he does he does small things where it makes him, you know, as a, as a person in that place of power, he could be a dick. To I people. think uh, also also can I just say because. I know we're joking around, and, and everyone is entitled to their opinion, but just for a minute, like, sometimes, just think of some of the lines he has to deliver. That, like, my name is Marcus Decimus Meridius, I am father to a murdered son, murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance in this life and next. That whole, like, that whole speech. Yeah. That is a really, that's really stupid lines. Someone's written those lines, and an actor is supposed to deliver that. And he's delivered that in a way that even now, most people who remember the film, that is like an epic thing in people's minds. Do you know, funny enough, going back to the fact that a lot of this had to be re-scripted or written in, um, there was, apparently he was quoted as saying something like, some of these lines are garbage. Luckily, I'm the best actor in the world. I can take <laughs> into goal. <laughs> and he does. He does make those lines, like, believable, you know, and then work. Good, uh, yeah. Also, just another a little, a little fact, which could have been in Wikipedia corner. I'm sad you missed it. When he, you know, he says like strength and honor. Mm. 
So that's actually his old school motto. Oh, really? Yeah. And, he added, and he, he, he added it in. So he said it in Latin originally, in Ridley Scott, mm-hmm. apparently. He was like, what the fuck does that mean? And he was like, I mean, strength and honor. He's like, just say strength and honor then. It's like, don't, <laughs> don't speak Latin. Like, none of the other films in Latin. I'm just going to give you one more name. Oh, yeah, you go. Sorry. One more. That yeah. this, this is actually a name that turned down the role. Oh, did it? Yeah. They're, they're absolutely not my pick. Mel Gibson. Fuck, you know. He turned down the role of Maximus. Well, we know he can do it from... Um, I mean, do it not necessarily William well. Wallace. Braveheart, yeah. yeah. So I, I think, just running through that list, I actually really like Charlie Hannah. That, that, that was my top of the... Yeah. Well, it, was, it was him, then Kit Harrington. Yeah. So I'm happy, I think, I'm I think happy Charlie with Charlie. Hannah. Like, if you look at him in, like, his Sons of Anarchy, <laughs> that's really good. Yeah. And he's like, you yeah. know, he does, he's got good sword skills. And I can see him, like, I can imagine him, like, he does that thing... You know the scene where um, uh, Commodus enters the arena for the first time mm. and Maximus has the helmet on, he doesn't know it's him. Yeah. And he kneels down and he picks up the broken arrow tip. Yeah. Yes. And you know he's going to jam yes. it in Commodus' like throat. Shank him. Or he wants to. Uh, he wants to. And then the, the young son, so it's Commodus' nephew. Yeah. Comes like running love, in, yeah. yeah the love interest. And, and you see that look on his face of like, oh, now I can't do it. I think Charlie Hanna would do that really well. Like mm. going from like, I'm going to stab you to like, Hun- is it Hanna? Hunnam. 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 Charlie Hunnam, you could see him do that, go from like, oh, I'm going to kill you to like, oh no, I can't, like, because there's an innocent there. I think he'd do that nice, like, turn of pace. Yeah, I think he'd have that charisma and sort of camaraderie with, with the people he gets close to, or yeah, he's close exactly. to in the film as well. Um, mm. Okay, so we, we lock in, we lock in. I'm, I'm locking in Charlie Hunnam, yeah. Mm, lovely, okay, mm. great. Now, the big question is, do we go from... That very spicy meatball straight into Commodus. I think you'd yeah. like a little palate cleanser. I, I, I think we. I think we've got to go with Commodus. I think, I think you have you've, to. You've always got to go. I think with the. You've got to go with the big, you've got to go with the big ones, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Should we start just by talking about how Walter Mocking Phoenix? He's is? he is. Well, I've, I've already should. said it. He's for me the first, best part of the film. Yeah, first big breakout role as well. Yeah. Apparently, he was super super nervous during a lot of the filming. I think they had to um, take him out and get him drunk once or twice <laughs> to chill him out a little bit. But yeah, he's fucking awesome. The Honestly, if it, was, if it wasn't for him, I'd have had an awful, awful time with this film. Fucking hell. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, I'm not sure I'd go that far, but he is, in a film that I really like, he is the best part in it. And you can see in these roles now, like, you know, with the Joker and with Napoleon. and like, Oh, he he's is. carried it right through, yeah. It's been my cornerstone of his career, isn't it? So that being said, I wouldn't recast him because he is excellent. Mm. But I think I have three quite interesting names here mm. that some that would kind of change it up a little bit some that would kind of keep it the same or whatever but my first one is my hollywood pick now all three of these could technically be the hollywood pick okay but my hollywood pick would be um ralph fiennes mm, uh, yeah. i mean you know we 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 love ralph fiennes yeah he's he's great he's he's in schindler's list he's in um, you know harry potter he's What's in the, english um... patient what is the Hannibal Lecter film that he's in? It's a, it's a red, dragon. Oh, red Dragon. Red Dragon. Red Dragon. He's fucking awesome in that. Like, and I just think he, you know, you could imagine him. You know, when Commodus first comes into it, he's kind of almost a bit snivelling. He's trying to get his dad's affection. He's a not quite pathetic, but he's almost on that kind of like, oh, dad, oh. like are you okay, kind of thing. Yeah. And I think you play that, and then when he like, you know, turns and just cold blooded kills him, he's got that like look in his eye. And you knew that scene as well. I love um, that turn, by the way. It was, yeah, it was just right? flick of a switch, really just like good. snap of a finger, choke him out. It was. And then the, the monologue he delivers in the lead up to that as well yeah, is the exactly. best part of his performance, I think, as well. It's pretty yeah. stunning. And so I, I could see Ralph Fiennes really delivering, delivering that really well. Yeah. Like a younger 
presumably yeah, quite like a, a Schindler's List yeah. kind of age. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like young and kind of all these acts that have kind of gone for like, for like young. Okay. So my my dark horse pick, mm. and you might like this oh, one, Nick. Oh, go on, I've got a dark. I've actually gone with Daniel Radcliffe. Have you? Yeah, I actually think yes. Daniel Radcliffe could do it quite well I because be I think he'd yeah. lean more into the like trying to get attention, trying to get like respect, trying to be you know because let's remember the actual age of Commodus is nineteen. Oh, really? Yeah. So like he he would you know you could see him in the Senate and everyone like thinking they know more than him mm. and him actually you know, being quite put together. Mm. And that kind of like, that kind of like, you know, when he's at the games and there's that scene where the blood happens, he pokes his tongue out and he's like, ah, yeah. like he's really getting into it. Yeah, I could yeah. see Daniel Radcliffe doing that. And also, Daniel Radcliffe can't smile. And there's not many times <laughs> in this film where he's called to smile. No, you know Radcliffe has got my vote. Right, yeah. He's Always. I, I, like but, that. I do like that one. My pick mm. is, is just one up from that. Go oh, on. hang on. Is Timothy Chalamet. Oh, no. okay. Do you not yeah. like him? No. Oh, he's not? really, I really like him. Have you seen Henry V with no. Timmy Chalamet? Of course I haven't. I have. Yes, I have. Yes. But obviously June is massive at the moment. And June's June massive. Two is about to come out. But specifically, obviously, Henry V, you know, mm. plays a knight, you know, fighting with swords, all that stuff. Yeah. But there's a scene specifically in it which made me th- think of, you know, a, a very similar kind of scene is where it's at the end of the film and one of his, like, friends has told him how he betrayed him. Mm. And he's kind of like, he's like, yeah, like, he, it's seeming like he's going to forgive him. And then he just kills him out of nowhere. Mm. And it's very much like that Commodus scene at the beginning where he's, like, talking to his father and he just yeah. sort of kills him out of nowhere. And don't forget, Jim, Commodus is meant to be, and he absolutely is, like, hateable. Do you know what? My, my big curveball for Commodus would have been... Um, Shia LaBeouf, oh. who I think actually could have did. I think always is can be like, especially at the moment. I think I don't know if he's a bit out of favour with Hollywood and that kind of thing, but can be a rogue choice. But I think he can be a really powerful actor and has shown in performances that he can be. So yeah, I, I would like to see what he can yeah, do. Yeah, I, I think that's a nice. Chamley, I think is a great pick. Yeah, my only thing is because Commodus is actually younger, so I think like that's yeah. the, that's why I went for a slightly. I think Phoenix was twenty five in this film, which isn't crazy, but you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we locking in. We well, it's, lock it's, in. it's your choice, Sam. Well, I, I want to lock in old old TC. So we've got Charlie Hunnam and Timothy Chalamet. Interesting. I kind of buy that actually. Yeah, that I kind of that. yeah, that's good. I can, I can, see, I can see them lining yeah. up. Yeah, I can see them lining up against each other. Yeah. So I uh, have got Proximo, who was played by the late, very great Oliver Reed. Um, so this was Oliver Reed's final uh, performance on films. Very sadly, he died during the filming of Gladiator. Um, <clears throat> he had to finish a lot of his stuff with CGI. Yeah, so interestingly, the last couple of scenes that they did, and it was literally makes up, I think, about 10 seconds of screen time, they had to employ a... This, and again, this is back in 2000. They employed a CGI company uh, to recreate his face for a couple of, sort of seconds of, of dialogue. Uh, at the expense of about 3.2 million. Wow. And to put that into perspective, during the scenes in Africa, where the, the gladiators are fighting at that stage, it cost about 1 million to build that whole kind of African um, <laughs> arena. So yeah, 3.2 million for like 10 seconds of dialogue. They well and, <laughs> they well and truly had the studio's pants down for that, didn't I, they? I probably would have just filmed it from behind and done it as like just audio dubbed. Well, so he is, yeah, he gets stabbed, doesn't he? Is that yeah, that he bit? gets yeah. taken out and he's, he's facing the other way. And then I'm pretty sure, as he's being stabbed or just before, there's a direct cut 
of him saying he says what does he say something like dreams yeah and, dreams and dust or something yeah like that. dreams and dust yeah something like that and that i'm pretty sure that is just a direct cut from when he says it earlier in the film because the background is completely different and it's like if it's quick enough you're not going to notice and it's just spliced in um but yeah i think they're really sad that um i think oliver reed's drinking finally got the best of him really sadly yeah, i, I think it was during a break from filming i think it was in malta um, and he kind of had his drinking relatively kind of controlled. I think he was only drinking on weekends. <laughs> and then there were some um, um, sailors from the Navy who pitched up, challenged him to a drinking competition. He had a heart attack and died. Like, super Jesus sad. Christ. But, I mean, going back to his performance in this film, I actually really like him, James. You'll probably be very disappointed to hear. I think he's also in this film. Yeah, I think is. the scene where, uh, again, he's in Africa. You initially introduced to him in the market. He grabs the other guy's like balls and he's twisted them, saying you sold me queer giraffes. <laughs> like, do you remember that? Yeah, scene? yeah, like, yeah. I think he's great. Like, he's got like real sort of stage presence. Yeah, and he's got such a great voice. And just he's got a great voice as yeah. well. Yeah. So this was a difficult one to cast. I think there are some obvious kind of Hollywood picks. Uh, you've got people like Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. As like a really easy pick, I've gone for a bit of a curveball. For my pick. Oh, so so are, are me and Sam going to know them, or have you picked them from some weird Japanese film that we've never heard of again? <laughs> that was because I was recasting a Japanese in, character. In all fairness, <laughs> I had heard of the last Japanese person he talked about. Good, so, okay. Yeah. Uh, so my pick for Proximo is Eddie Izzard, who I think would be really okay. fucking awesome. Oh, Proximo. we're going down a Michael Cera route again. No, 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 no. I, I do no. see that. Eddie Izzard, like in Valkyrie, Eddie right? Izzard's excellent. Absolutely. I mean, current Eddie Izzard, that could be Current Eddie difficult. Izzard is <laughs> Susie Izzard, yeah. I think. When, so I think going from, from what I understand, when they're in girl mode, they go by Susie, which they have been for the last couple of years. When they're in boy mode, they go by Eddie, obviously. Because he's in a new film, actually, isn't he? Where he's Eddie Izzard. Oh, really? Yeah. Where do you go then? I'll be like, so I any think... chance you can play Eddie Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good show. I, I think, think that'd be really, really cool. Yeah. Any other choices, or was that your? That's yeah, to be honest. That was you know just throwing in Anthony Hopkins was just to have another pick. Yeah, I think I think the minute I saw the film again, I was like, I really like Eddie Izzard in this role. Yeah, the one we mentioned earlier actually, Ed Harris could be quite interesting. In that. Yeah, a bit more kind of gruff, more grizzled. Because yeah. my only thing with Eddie Izzard is he's he he. Um, oh, that's it. Also, he's in all the ocean films, isn't he? Mm. He's really good in that. He just he doesn't feel like somebody that's one fights killing men <laughs> is the only thing I'd say. But I think he could portray that. I think what he's got is kind of the, um, he could really have the kind of, I, I feel like if he was playing the role of Proximo, he might sort of, I don't want to say like, almost glam it up a bit more. He'd maybe yeah. have like more, more like slaves yeah, yeah, around yeah. him all the time. He'd be being fanned and fed the grapes. Like yeah. he'd be living on the fact that he was like this, this former celebrity and stuff yeah. like that, thinking very highly of himself. And I think that's quite interesting in the character arc that, you know, he's, he's, he needs to let go of the past a little bit, particularly when he decides to kind of help Max yes, as yeah. well. He knows what he's doing. He's consigning his death, isn't he? Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Okay, Eddie Izzard is Proxima. Nice. Jim, back to you. Who have you got next? Well, where, where do you want me to go? Do you want me to go with Senator Gracchus or Lucilla? I think I think we'll go with the love interest. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. For both for both for both <laughs> characters. The love interest and sister. <laughs> well, obviously she used to be a love interest of Maximus, wasn't she? she well she, she loved him. He I don't think he had I, I, I think they used I don't know if they actually explained it, but I think they did used used to. Before yeah. he was with his wife, I think they used to. Maybe. They used to have a thing. They, yeah, they, they, they used to have a thing. Yeah. yeah I thing. think there was always yeah. a thing. 
So we'll pick up on the fact that the whole way through this film, he's like, I'm going to meet my wife and child in the afterlife. She meets him a couple of times and he's kind of wanting to be close to him. And he's like, no, nah, get off like my, my wife and child. And then towards the end of the film, he says it again. And then he's like, I will get off with you quickly, though. I will give you a kiss. <laughs> just, and they have like quite just, a big just, kiss. Just before I leave the earth, I just, just <laughs> tongue me a bit. So, yeah, then the final scene, I just imagine when he's walking through the field of corn and, the, and the kids running towards him and just the wife looking at him like, you I know what you, I know what you've done and you're now in eternity with this. Yeah. Oh, shit, man. <laughs> that would be bad. Though. Yeah. She's like, I will have my vengeance in this fucking live Renette boy. So, yeah. So, Lucilla. Yeah. So, I've got... I'm going to bet Rachel McAdams. Played by Connie Nielsen, right? Ooh, we haven't yeah, even spoken about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's going to be a gladiator too. There is. Oh, yeah, James, I bet you can't. I am it. buzzing. <laughs> I don't really know anything about it, how they're going to do it. but Apparently, Russell Crowe is in it. Well, so I've, I've actually read he's not. Oh, he's not in it. He, well, okay. or he's refused to comment. Right. But apparently he was conveniently in Malta <laughs> around the time of filming. Maybe he could be like Flash a force back. ghost. Ooh, yeah, okay. <laughs> that works. I think it revolves around Lucilla's... Son, grown up, yeah, which would make nephew. Sense. Yes, okay, makes sense. Mm. So yeah, so you got Lucilla, who is Commodus's sister slash lover, mm. that is clearly very afraid of Commodus, but also wants to betray him and free Maximus and well, more it's more about freeing her son and free her and son. Herself. Yeah, because her son's yeah. Clear, Matt Commodus is clearly getting a hold of the son to try and. Mold him, I guess. Groom yeah. the child. Yeah. That's, that's a bad word. No, no, no. <laughs> no. Way he, 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 be, he was yeah. really trying to groom him, wasn't he? To to, to become. Yeah. Well, there's also. I think there's probably also like um, there's probably undertones there of him being like, oh, like if Commodus dies, this like this her son's gonna take over. Mm. So there's like a little bit of like keep him close because he might be the heir. But, but at the same time, if she, I she have wants an heir, to get him away because she does yeah. not want him to become like Commodus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. He's a bargaining chip as well, isn't he? Like, yeah. Commodus literally comes out and says like, if anything happens, like, your, your son's literally gonna die. Yeah. So did, what did you think of at least of Colin Nielsen's performance as Lucilla? She was all right. Hated it. Fucking shit. <laughs> well, she was all right. For when she was on screen, I think she... She did what she needed. She the role was played out. Which, you know, I got from that role what I thought I was getting from that role, which was a scorn lover slash sister slash, just, you know, just someone that wants to get a, get away from the oppression of the ruler. Yeah. I mean, I look, look, yeah. we don't. We're not coming here. To, we're not coming to me for the nuanced cinematic takes, are we? Let's be no. fair. Okay. <laughs> She was in it, you know, she didn't like Commodus, and so the film happened. <laughs> I've recast. take from Michael Caine there. Yeah. <laughs> Hold up. So. Hold up, Maximus. I've got an idea. i got some names. And i got one name that's, like, a, a, that probably is going to be my Emily Blunt, and I may need to... Oh. Yeah. Limit yourself. Limit myself. Oh, okay. Let's see. Even though I've only seen one film with her in. A <laughs> film that you hate. You I, know, I, actually, I actually did quite enjoy. Okay. But I just really like her. So then I'm going to run through the names. First, Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, yeah, uh, she's she's good. I, mm. I think I think the only the only issue I'd have with Jennifer Lawrence is I think we'd start falling into that like I think every A lister in every role. Yeah, I also think time. she's she's too much of a strong female character. I think for this role, where this mm. this 
you certainly need to be, show a bit of vulnerability. Yeah. Speaking of Jennifer's, apparently Jennifer Lopez was going for the role of Lucilla as well. Seriously? Would I mean, you have taken a Lopez over? No, no. I don't think I would have thought of that. No. <laughs> no. No. Okay. Even I could sit there and say no. But she's um, so believable. She's just Jenny from the blocks. She really she is. is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I went with a couple of actresses that can do a bit of a period piece. Okay. So I went thought, fuck. Really? Get your giggles out. Get the giggles out. It's just coming from you. It was less that connotation. It was more you saying period piece. I'm imagining you sat down watching fucking... <laughs> is, there, is there another phrase you would rather I use? Anyway, carry on. Yeah. Anyway. Actresses that can do period pieces. I mean, I don't think we need such a big gap between period and pieces then, Sam. Anyway. Oh, God. Timey-wimey stuff. Huh? Timey-wimey stuff. Who? Historical stuff, yeah. Know. Oh, right, yeah. Period piece. Timey, I thought that was the actress. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the actress. Who's timey wimey stuff? I've not seen that in before. Timey wimey stuff. Right, back in the game. Sounds like a rap star. <laughs> right, back in the game. Right. So, yeah, so I started looking at actresses that have been in more like period pieces, historical stuff. Yeah. And the first name that came to me was Lily James. Oh, I really like Lily James. I don't know actually. Lily James. She's so in Cinderella. She's she's Cinderella, in... Downton Abbey. Uh, okay. Um, also, the War and Peace. Which is yeah, a, she's in loads. She, of, she, you'll know her as soon as you see her. She does mm. a lot of those kind of. Okay. She does the phone adverts. She does. Yeah, yeah that's, that's where you know I mean, her from. That, that's one reference point for you, I guess. Mm. I really like Lily. Uh, is she your Emily Blunt? No. Yeah, she might she's be my Emily up. Blunt. She's coming up. I'll tell you another Lily who I think is absolutely great. Savage. That's <laughs> <laughs> no. That's my, that's my problem. Lily Savage. <laughs> no. Carry on. Lily Allen. Lily Allen. Is Lily Allen. Allen? Yeah. yeah, that's not a bad shout. Oh, he's open to that. It's, it's, not, it's not a bad shout. Okay, what's your next pick? Obviously, you know, she was considered for the, a role in Game of Thrones before she realised her brother was going to have to finger her, so... Jesus oh. Christ. Well, I mean, that would work for this role, then. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. She's got former. The, the next name is someone who I, I don't actually think has been in anything for a, a while. It's Kira Knightley. Oh, okay. Mm, I mean, yeah. Kira Knightley's I feel been like, in a lot I feel of like she's dropped yeah. off. She I'm has, not, I'm not, yeah. I don't think she's been in a lot if anything of recently <clears throat> no probably not no she's not that great she well she was it was all about Kieran Knightley for that period of time it, it, I mean it I, worked, I feel but, like it was she had her Pirates of the Caribbean boom and then just kind of but, yeah. well she did lots she did Pride and Prejudice Pirates of the Caribbean she did that that weird one where she was like a secret agent that like no one bought her as like a secret agent oh really but yeah it was just I, I, I'm, I'm not a I'm not a massive fan of of Kira Knightley, she's fine, but she, I don't feel like she could really do a piece with much chops to it. But maybe mm. I'm being unfair. Mm. Kira bashing over there. So is that the one who you like that could be my move on? No. Okay. All right. Are they coming out? They're now. Right. If you, okay. let, if you let me get there. Let's, 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 if you let me get let's, there. Let's, because yeah. the, the person I'm casting for this role is your namesake, Florence Pugh. Big oh, fan of Florence. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah, Florence Pugh's amazing. I'm gonna, she is someone I'm going to have to put a ban on because I love her. 
Yeah. You know what I know like Pew from initially, which you guys... Family reunions. <laughs> <laughs> not only that, is um, a film all, I can almost guarantee you guys probably not watched is a horror film Summer. called Midsommar. Midsommar. Mm-hmm. Which is absolutely amazing. Yeah. I love it. You've seen it? I have. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Nice. It's not, not, not good if you're a husband. <laughs> <laughs> um, in fact, that is what she would do to Maximus if mm. he cheated on her. <laughs> this is true. I like Florence Pugh. I think that's a really good shout. I think she, um, I think she, uh, as an actress, she um, does quite good acting when she's not saying anything. That's a weird thing to say. But no, I, 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 scenes, I, I, when mm. you see her in interviews, you you understand. <laughs> she's, so, she's 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 almost like a she's, a, she's almost like a very every man's lady, isn't she? she yeah. she's she is one of the boys. But you would lot... see her down the pub, neck in pints. <laughs> What was the film, the one film that you've seen her in? Oh, Fighting My Family. Right. Right, yeah. That's, that is good. That's good. Oh, I see. It's WWE film. Oh, is it? It's like she it's like plays... A, it's a, a bio, biopic. Biopic. Well, kind of biopic. But oh, cool. of, um Paige. Paige, aka oh. otherwise known as Soraya. Yeah, Soraya yeah. The, the Knight Family. Right. So it's, she it's, plays it's Paige. Good, yeah. It's right. It is a good film. But yeah, I, 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 just, I just love her. Yeah, mm. she's good. She's good. Yeah, nice. All right, I like it. Lock, lock it in. Yeah, she, oh, she's in. And I can't make any any uh, any headway on Lily Savage playing the part. <laughs> no, no. Oh, 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 I mean you, you can yeah. you can try and fight the corner, Lily Savage, <laughs> but it is Florence Pugh. All right, deal. Is Lily Savage Paul O'Grady? Yeah, is yeah. Paul O'Grady dead? Yeah, maybe. Okay, but we've 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 very, had very, dead, very, dead people in it before. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> so that's not stopped us before. See episode two. Oh man, okay, so Florence Pugh is in, it's Lucilla. Where do we go from here? Well, I think over over, over to Sam for his uh, his next one. So, right, Sam, who have you got? I got got Big Daddy Marcus Aurelius. Nice. Um, Played, obviously, expertly by Richard Harris. I think he's he's really, really, really good. He's really good. He's really good. Um, just his his rapport with Harry Potter is just excellent. <laughs> um, no, obviously. So don't basically, don't recast him because he's already got a good. <laughs> he's, he's, good. he's always only in the film for like the first what half hour tops. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, he, he's he's really good. Um, obviously, he did. He's no longer with us, unfortunately. He died after the first two Harry Potters. Yeah. Um, and was replaced there. Um, but yeah, he's excellent. A huge. I mean, I couldn't go through all the films he's been in. Yeah, um, he's. He had such a career mm. um, all the way through. He's excellent in this. And again, it's one of those roles where you you, you don't want to recast him. And so my, my picks for this have been very much like they're people that are also just excellent. Mm. So see, during that monologue with um, Commodus, just yeah. before Commodus kills him, and he's like, um, he's down on his knees, isn't he? Once, once yeah. it really gets through what Commodus is saying, it's almost like that's the first time he's really understood how much Commodus is hurting. And it's just, it's and that like, it so well. your failings as a son. He does it yeah. with that like whisper, broken voice. It's his classic kind of delivery, isn't it? So I've gone, I've gone for like all three picks could again be Hollywood picks. Mm. The only reason I put this one in Hollywood pick is because reasons. But my Hollywood pick would be Patrick Stewart. Nice. We know that he can mm. deliver the the thespian. We know he can deliver the I feel like it would be very stagey. Yeah. yeah, it would. But I mean, Richard Harris is is well. You is could quite potentially stagey. get that with Daniel uh, Daniel Radcliffe as well. He's had a very good stage presence, yeah. and he? he's a yeah. very stage West Endy stagey My, um, guy. So he could be like that with Commodus. So it. Uh, did we choose Daniel Radcliffe? No, we didn't. No, I was. 
So <coughs> point out that you know you could have got that with mm. him as well. Okay, got you. Um, so I mean, Patrick Stewart would have been great. He would deliver the lines well. You know, he would have done it well. Yeah. My dark horse pick, my joke pick. Yeah. Would obviously be Michael Caine. Of course. Because you know, you know. He's having a. Commodus. He's, he's going <laughs> to have to have a Michael Caine band soon. Oh, that comedy. <laughs> You're not going to be emperor, right? <laughs> um, but my my actual pick. And this is it. It is Ian McKellen. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, yeah. it's such a, a simple and easy. That's like, the thing. And just, I was yeah. like, I was like, oh, do I go with Ian McKellen? I don't know what, you know. But I, I mean, he's you, he's great. You may have heard from previous ones what how much I love Lord of the Rings. I don't blame. No, you you've never you've never mentioned it. I've taken never it. been mentioned. Never mentioned. No, it's never been mentioned. <laughs> but I mean, he he just he would deliver it so well. And I think. You've also got to take into account like the 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 love for the actor. Like I think people seeing Ian McKellen die so quickly in a film, mm. people would be like, "Whoa, like, hold on now, hold on now!" Instant, mm. instantly, you're going to get a lot of hatred. <laughs> you're going to get a lot of hatred towards competence. Exactly. Because you make, fuck, do you think you're doing? I see yeah. that is Ian McKellen. That's Gandalf. That's Magneto. You're killing. <laughs> Why don't you just stop him? They're all in metal armor. Just push them away. <laughs> So yeah, so I'm, I'm going with Ian McKellen. Nice. Or Michael Caine. But no, Ian McKellen. Oh, <laughs> it's it's got to be McKellen. Michael Caine could be the announcer. Oh, the guy with the eyebrows. <gasps> the guy that yes. definitely sounds like he's coming over a tannoy. I'll yes. give you the unbridled hordes. <laughs> yes, okay. It definitely sounds like he's coming over a tannoy though when he's doing that. All right, Michael Caine Legio Scipio. Yeah, right, Amazing. Okay. Right, Ian McKellen, <laughs> Marcus Aurelius. Okay, so I have got a Duba, who is the Numidian hunter tribesman, and so he is the the first person that Maximus sees after he uh, flees the Roman army when they try to execute him. He escapes that. He rides from Germany to Spain on some horses to go and rescue his wife and child. Gets there, he's too late. They've already been killed. Uh, and I think like he's in a bad way, um, and he does he like passes out. Is yeah, right? probably yeah. either from well, he's, he's got, got an injury. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, probably dehydration. Kind of. Uh, he's got the cut on the arm. Isn't yeah, he? yeah, which has got blood poisoning. And okay. actually, the the Numidian is it Numidian or Numidian? Numidian. Numidian puts like the maggots in there and is like cleans yes. the wound out. Cleans the wound. So when yeah, when Maximus opens his eyes, Juba is the first person he sees, and then throughout the film they get this real connection. And then I think Juba, I'm pretty sure, has the final lines of dialogue in this film, where right at the end, he walks back into the Colosseum, he buries in the sand the two little like clay models of, of Maximus's yeah, I think um, you're right there, yeah. wife and son that he prays to. And he's got that recurring line throughout the film, which is like, you'll see, you know, you or I will see so-and-so in the afterlife, but not yet, not yet. That's like a recurring piece mm. in the film as well. So really, really big part. Played by Jumon Halsu, who's a brilliant, I think, really underrated actor he is, as he's well. Really good. He's in tons of stuff, and he's always super, super good. I think he's in um, some of the Kingsman films yeah, as well, which seen... I haven't seen, but I've just I found out not. he's in them. I need to go and watch yeah, them. Yeah, Kingsman films seen... are great. Mm. Have you seen I've a seen film the called um, Jumper? Have I seen it's Jumper? It's got... Um, oh, is that Bruce... Is that... Oh, I think No, Jumper, it came out just after the Star Wars films. When um, Hayden Christensen was like big, right? So got Hayden Christensen, yes. And they've sort of got these like powers, and um, and um, sorry, what's the actor's name again? 
Jumon Hansu. Jumon is like the main sort of villain in it, and oh, he's cool. so good. Really? Yeah. I need to check that yeah, out. Check that out. Nice. So yeah, I um, I've got a couple of couple of choices. I've got um, my main pick. Um, so a couple of people I was thinking about. I thought someone like Michael J. White would bring that kind of real physicality. Obviously, mm. got like the martial arts stuff going on. Because um, obviously, this guy is like a, a former hunter turned slave turned gladiator. Um, I thought about something like Peter Mensa, and then I found out they're actually cast in the sequel. So my first one is an actor, a British actor called Daniel uh, Kaluuya, who you don't know. Um, have any of you guys I've seen the, the amazing sort of horror horror thriller film called Get Out? No. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, he's the like main not... character in that, right? Yeah. He's what an awesome film. He's really good. And then he's in like um, Nope. Yeah. I think might be. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Same director, I think. Um, yeah, I really, really enjoy yeah, his performances. I feel like he could bring a, a sort of interesting dynamic to that role. But he's not my main pick. My main pick involves changing the gender of this character. Oh, because the person I think would be really, really, really cool, and it hinges on me asking you guys: Have you watched Orange Is the New Black? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, I am going with Puse Washington. Yeah. Uh, who is Samira Wiley, who I think is absolutely awesome in Orange is the New Black. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that um, cha- kind of changing the gender, I think it absolutely still works. I think that, I mean, she's also tiny. <laughs> really, well, if you're really going to go with changing the gender, you could always go, f- I don't, can't think of the actress's name, but the woman, lady who, the woman who plays Michonne in Walking Dead. No, yeah. don't watch it, don't know him. No, I know. So I, I've gone with I, can't, I know. Can't, I, I like what you're saying, like that, that very much that like, sort of warrior woman kind of thing. Yeah, right, it absolutely still works. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's because kind of um, the character of Poussey in Orange is the New Black like, has a shaved head, and in my head I just feel like that's a, that's a good fit for the character. Like, you know, fierce warrior who would be like a former hunter, tribes person. Um, I'm just thinking of that scene when they're testing out the slaves and they have to go up and fight against Hagen, who's the big German gladiator guy. Do you remember that scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Juba goes up and gives it some. It's like, you still think, oh, yeah, they are really fierce. And I could see maybe being able to change that scene slightly, and if it was Samira Wiley, I could maybe see the rest of the people in the, the kind of slave encampment just obviously thinking they're not going to have any fight in them. And then she'd come out and bust some fucking sick moves, martial arts moves and stuff. So now, I think it'd be really good. And how do you envisage her wielding the fuck-off massive shield that is probably the same size as her. Well, I guess you just... You could, you, could change, you could change her, though. You could have her as being one of the ones with the trident and the net. You yeah, know, I'm not too them. worried about all that kind of stuff. I guess if you could, you, if you'd cast them, you'd change the film accordingly, wouldn't you? You wouldn't be like, right, you need to hold this shield. We won't see you for most of the <laughs> film, but you're holding the shield if possible. Yeah, I don't think so, that's too much of a problem. Really interestingly, uh, female gladiators were known as gladiatrix. Um, They wouldn't have fought with or against other men. They would have been their own category. Um, But, you know... It's Hollywood, baby. Hollywood, baby. I don't think Ridley would mind. I don't think he would. I think it would be interesting. It definitely would be interesting. I like like it. Especially that first one where you'd like completely underestimate her and then she could do some flippy shit. And just exactly. And I reckon he, she would like, she'd do like a flip kick or yeah, something. I like, I like it. Bloody lip, and maybe he'd be like, oh, fuck you. And then later on he'd learn to like really admire. Do you know what it me of actually? That scene in um, Starship Troopers. 
you know where um they're 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 raw recruits and they come up and the drill instructor that massive guy zim yes is like anyone gonna step up yeah and then like obviously like you know the 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 love interest character steps up and she's like I'm going to and she like fights him and she actually kicks him a bit and then he just smashes him to the ground but <laughs> yeah. there's that very much like the feisty kind of kick in the ass yeah yeah totally yeah I'm just thinking and that would create an interesting dynamic as well within like the slave gladiator camp yeah so I think just introducing a female presence yeah. would just sort of it would just it would add more dynamism to everything in that case Samira Wiley is in I'm really happy lock it in chomp that's James. you Jimmy boy so my last got- one is Senator Gracchus played by Derek Jacobi. There we go. Yep, Jacobi. Make sure I get that right this time. Um, Who, incidentally, was in a series, like, odd couple type series with um, Ian McKellen. Yes. Oh, really? Yes, he is, yeah. No, it's called, like, it's called like Old Bitches or something, isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's, it's something, it is something like that. Old Bitches. It's something like that. It's, 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 something, it's something along the lines of lies. So tell us a bit about... Um, the character of Gracchus because people that have maybe haven't seen the film recently he's kind of he, well, he, easy to be lost he, in amongst the other senators I think yeah, he's yes, but he, he, role, he eventually he? he shows himself to be an ally because his aim is to help buy Maximus's freedom yeah that's, that's his aim he, 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 com- he coordinates with Lucilla to to, yeah, to to try and free Maximus from from what he's doing yeah, the series he's in with um, Ian McKellen that Jim thought was called Old Bitches <laughs> is called Vicious. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, yeah, so Derek Jacobi, I mean, amazing English actor, lo- loads of stuff. I've got, yeah, by me. I've only got two names. Okay. Both I think are brilliant. Yeah. So I think we'll just decide between us, fight out. All right. They are Ian Glenn mm-hmm. yeah. okay. and Kenneth Branagh. Whoa. Oh, so certainly Derek Jacobi was in Henry V, the Kenneth Branagh, Henry V. Yes. Yeah. I do like a bit of Branagh. I do love Branagh. Obviously, mm. he's currently Hercule Poirot yeah, in the I'm Agatha Christie them. adaptations. I'm yeah, liking yeah. the Poirot films. They are, I've not seen the most recent one, but I've seen the other two. Yeah, I've they've... not seen the most recent one. Yeah, they're, they're decent films, aren't they? Good. Yeah. Nice. Kenneth Branagh is great. I, I think, I two, think... I think, very good choices. Mm. I think Branagh would be better at like the Senate stuff. And like feeling like he's giving a performance, you know, because because yeah. I think Derek Jacobi in it is very much, you know, when you're on the floor of the Senate, you're almost performing, yeah, and and like feeling like you're an actor playing an actor almost. Mm. I think Kenneth Branagh would yeah. do that really well. Okay. Yeah, there's a touch of stage about even mm-hmm. this film. Mm-hmm. There's a touch of stage about the role of the Senate, yeah. isn't there? Mm. Nice, okay. very cool. Yeah, so Kenneth. And actually, I can really see him saying that role. You know, when at the end where he's like, "Who will help me carry him?" Like oh, at the end, yeah, it's a big yeah, line. That's yeah. a big line. Yeah. I like, yeah, okay. that's a Branner. I like it. Kenneth Branner. Nice. Locked it in. Easy, simple, done. Bosh. Sam, over to you. Okay, so my final pick is is Quintus. Now I've tried teaching Jim what a Praetorian guard is <laughs> for literally days. Um, he is the um, leader, the captain of um, Commodus's. Well, any emperors royal guard um the praetorian guard they were like the best of the best they were bodyguards they were there to you know ensure his safety and at the start of the film it's seen very much that maximus and quintus are like friends yep. they like they joke together they laugh together yeah you know they want to see each other after the battle mm. yeah they like laugh together they joke together um you know they want to see each other after the battle they actually exchange the strength and honor brother kind of thing mm. yeah um and then obviously 
when Commodus kind of commands him to, yeah, uh, you know, Quintus gives the order to kill Maximus. Now it's mm. not it's not like a, he's not a bad guy in this. He's just very much like I will do what my emperor tells me to. Yeah, I guess that's it. You know, it's he not, has that that he gets um, that resolution like where at the end he's able to yeah. kind of redeem himself. Right? Yeah. So then, right at the end, basically the Praetorians are all surrounding. Um, Commodus and Maximus when they're fighting and Commodus loses his sword and he's like give me a sword, give me a sword and, and Quintus won't give him a sword and then he asks the other Praetorians and they all start to unsheathe their swords and Quintus says like no and obviously they listen to their captain they put their swords away and at that point Commodus knows like he's he's fucked, he's fucked. Like, yeah. yeah, he's lost so, the people, he's lost the army he's lost it's the guy. played by Thomas Anana, Anana. Ar, ar, I'm gonna murder this last name. It's like Oran, Orana. I think it's Orana. I'm just gonna call him Thomas. Um, he played really well by him, and I've seen him in other things, but I couldn't really name what he's been in. Mm, he's um, good in it. He's good. Yeah. He's good in it. He's solid. Um, my Hollywood pick. And again, I feel with both these picks, I might be falling into the trap of. Um, you know, A-listers and everything, but... Yeah, I think that's fine. I think this bit part, you kind of want someone that actually has got some gravitas. So mm. my Hollywood pick would be Josh Brolin. Oh, nice. Um, you know, he's kind of grizzled. I feel like he, you know, would would kind of, you know, be on the level. Maybe slightly younger Josh Brolin, not like quite now, a bit younger. No Country for Old Men? Yeah, kind of. No Country for Old Men kind of Josh Brolin. Yeah. Um, and I feel like he, he, he'd give a good performance, he'd be gruff, like he would, I feel like you'd really buy into like him not wanting to do this, but him doing it because he's very, um, he's just loyal, honourable and loyal. I haven't gone with him, I've only got two picks of this, but my pick actually for this would be Mark Strong. Nice, yeah. He's, yeah. he's good. I, again, it would be like, because I think Josh Brolin would be a bit too kind of... Grizzled. Grizzled, a bit too like older, and I think Mark Strong has a really nice ability for you to like hate him one minute and, and then love really him the really scene. like him yeah yeah you know, i think he's a great big great he's, actor he's, yeah, he's and you know what, if you said to me if we weren't doing that we just we just met on the street and you said boom think of an actor in full roman soldier attire do you know what i think mark Strong would be yeah has he actually ever played a roman i don't know if he's ever played a roman it just fits though doesn't it it does fit it does fit yeah absolutely all okay, right cool well that's my last pick mark strong is quintus nice Not in uh, so my last pick is Hagen, who is the massive German slave gladiator. So he's the gladiator where um, we first properly kind of see him where he's testing. So Proximo is going through his new stock. He's getting all his slaves tested to see like how good at combat they are. And they have to face up against some of like the more battle-hardened gladiators. And Hagen is one of them, um, played by Ralph um, Moiler, 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 Moiler. I'm gonna go with Moi, Moi, Moiler. 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 Yeah, it's the O with one of the O's of the little dots above it. Moiler. Moiler. Nice. Oh, Moiler. That's good. Moiler. We go Moiler. Moiler. Yeah, and then obviously. Moiler. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. Sorry. He has a, a really interesting like developing role for this because he's he's in. A lot, you know, he's in all the big battles. He's really sort of dependable from a sort of combat prowess perspective. And then um, once everyone finds out who Maximus is, because he doesn't reveal himself initially once he's in in like the, in the slaves, um, he has a lot of admiration for Maximus. I think he's he's meant to be like Germanic, right? And at one point he was like he asked Maximus like, "Will you 
were you leading all the armies in, in Germany, or Germania, as they call it, I think. And he's Maximus, he's like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, that, the rest of that goes unsaid, where I yeah. thought he'd kind of be like, so you probably killed most of like, my friends and yeah. family. Don't worry about it. But <laughs> um, well, then to be fair, if he's like a warrior, he understands, like, that would be the respect, wouldn't it? Like, yeah. I saw yeah, you fight, like, you completely decimated us, like, respect. <laughs> yeah. And I think he's got probably, for me, one of the coolest, in a film filled with deaths, and violence. He's got one of the cooler deaths where he gets like hit by like several arrows. He's still standing, and then he goes down. Yeah, I think what's sad about him is he 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 doesn't have like a public death. Like his death is like vital, but it's like unseen. Mm. You know, he's just doing it to let Maximus escape because at one point he escapes and is recaptured, whatever. But yeah, he doesn't die in the arena. He doesn't die to applause. He doesn't have like. You know, it's an honourable death, but it's like a, a hidden death. You know? Yeah, that's a really it's good It's not point. the kind of death a gladiator would want. Yeah. Yeah, but pivotal um, at the same time. So I've got, got a couple of picks. I think I, I think what I was going for is kind of the physicality of this role. And they're meant to be like massive, um, really intimidating. Um, so okay, <laughs> i got three names. You do of them what you will, guys. I mean, the fact that you chuckle to yourself first. <laughs> <laughs> I've got, so I've got Jason Momoa. Yeah. Almost too easy, but I think Conan. Conan. Oh, almost, almost too big a name as well. Yeah. Uh, Dave Batista. But Bautista. Like Bautista. Just Batista, yeah. 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 And then while I was sort of there in the rest of the world, I thought, do you know what? I'd chuck Goldberg in as well. So, <laughs> he would he would do it as well. He's so the, he, in. he's probably the out of those three, he's probably the most the better option. Okay. Because he's not too big a name. He definitely would. And he um, would do it. Like, he definitely would do, like, a spear on someone yeah. or something. He, are, he, would have, he would have it in his contract as well, when he's like, yeah. oh, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do it, but I have to spear someone. He's doing, like, like, the jackhammer. Yeah. Or, I have, yeah, or I have to hit someone with the jackhammer. And it's like, Actually, that'd be quite clever if he spears someone with, with a spear. spear. Yeah, it's not a move. It's like, oh, Goldberg speared someone. <laughs> and then someone goes, yeah. Spear! <laughs> Michael Caine. Yeah. Bloody hell, lads. I think he just speared him. Uh, I can't in all good conscience allow you to pick fucking Bill Goldberg. Why can't we go Goldberg? No. Oh, Is he all right? He's Have you right, seen Nick? Universal Soldier 2? No. He's terrible. He's, he, he is awful. I'm going, that's locked it in for me. Goldberg oh, He is an awful actor. Goldberg did. Honestly. I gave I, I I gave you a name. You but you were all on for Goldberg about fifty yeah, years ago. Yeah, he's awful. You don't care. You hate this film. Yeah, but I wouldn't would mind trying to make it better. <laughs> all right, fuck it, Bill Goldberg. Goldberg, please. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. It would be funny to see him spear and jackhammer someone in the gladiatorial arena. <laughs> Is he been in much aside from aside from? No, because a shit fucking actor. He's he's had some bit parts in like NCIS. Everyone deserves like another chance. I mean, all right, let's go, let's go with it. He is shit, but... He's got the physicality. Yeah. To be fair, if if he didn't, like, speak much, if he just did, like, grunts and, like, next, kind of, like, all right. He doesn't have a load of dialogue in this film. Well, coincidentally, that is his catchphrase, you're next. Yeah, who's next? (laughs) Yeah, he could say that when he's doing that. (laughs) He's doing that. You're next! All of his wrestling stuff. He comes on to his team. Pyro comes out. He, he headbutts the door yeah. or the, the cage door. If any of you don't watch wrestling, I'm sorry, this is all lost on you. But, yeah. I don't, but I'm in. But, <laughs> you've you've sold it to me. Right, Bill Goldberg okay. is, is 
You're there. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's the action. He's Oh man, that's... locked in. Right, so all right then. So should we uh, should we run through our locks? Yeah, let's, 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 let's do it. So we've made let's, let's put, a let's, cheaper casserole out of gladiator. Let's put the pot on that casserole. Okay, so the, the, the lid even. Let's do it. Well, guys, that was a tasty casserole. Yeah, let's 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 put let's put a lid on it, and let's confirm our our, our choices. Okay, so starting with myself. Maximus is now going to be played by Charlie Hunnam. Senator Gracchus is now played by Kenneth Branagh. Nice about that. And uh, Lucilla mm. is going to be played by Florence Pugh. That's three. That's strong. That's, that's strong. For a, considering it's a film you've hated, I yeah. guess that's probably why you've got three really strong picks there, mate. Yeah. So I've for Commodus, I've gone with Timothy Chalamet. Uh, for his father, uh, Marcus Aurelius, I've gone with the amazing Sir. Ian McKellen. Nice. And for uh, Quintus, the head of his Praetorian Guard, I've gone with Mark Strong. Nice. Ooh, really good, good choices. Well. Yeah. Samale, I think, really works as comedy. Yeah, yeah, he does, doesn't he? That like kind of like that like that like boy trying to be a man. Go and see his Henry V. It's excellent. Mm. It's really excellent. He plays it so well. Yeah, watch nice. Henry V. Nice. nice. Good picks, man. Yeah, and you're yours, Nick. What are you doing? So Juba is uh, Gender Change, Samira Wiley. Nice. Uh, Proximo is Eddie Izzard. And Hagen is Bill Goldberg. It almost feels like we've gone with oh, feel like... six strong picks and we've just gone to a banter section. We've oh, just gone mental. What do you mean? We've just gone banter over in your corner, haven't we, really? Oh, to be fair, actually, I, I feel like the characters you had are almost sort of the... Um, Sort of the light relief and the, the interest. So the, the they're the ones of, you can work with more side characters, you could say. Yeah, you know, and I think that's good. I think I think they are interesting picks, actually. I think they're good. That's take interesting. Oh, it's such a tasty casserole. Gold, gold, <laughs> Goldberg in the arena. Who would have thought it? Goldberg's meant to be in the arena, right? <laughs> I love it. I love it. Right. Well, that's, that's our that's our casserole for this week. I still just can't still... believe you hated this film. Oh, I mean, that is, the, look, next? that is the takeaway from this episode, right? It's going it's, it's to be a trend. There is going to be plenty of times where I don't, where we see a film now where I haven't seen, I'm going to come in here and go, that was shit. <laughs> and you were going to sit there and go, listen to me rant for a bit, and then go, okay, now this is why you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, what's going to be interesting is if, if there's a film that Jim has seen that we haven't, that he thinks brilliant, and probably probably not it. many. See yeah. if we like it. I can, well, I'm waiting for that day. I'm uh, waiting for the day when there's a film he's watched. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. the question. Okay, so let's, let's do a bit of real talk. Yeah, a little bit of real talk. Question at the end. Let's see. So I've 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 had a had a question asked of us. Um, it's an interesting one. So uh, I'll say what the question is and then explain what they mean by it. But, okay. um, the question is, who is the new Will Smith? So um, what they meant by this is, you know, Will Smith was, let's, let's take out Slapgate and all that stuff. But in the sort of the late 90s, early noughties, sort of throughout the noughties, Will Smith was like the action star, yeah. you know. And I think the reason that they're specifically asking this is because obviously, you know, we've got action stars now, you know, Robert Downey Jr. as Iron Man, like, you know, Chris Evans as Captain America. You've got like stars. Mm. But Will Smith was the star, not the character, you know? You'd put him in a film and he was bank, 
you it know, would become a Will Smith movie. Exactly, it's like a Will Smith movie, and yeah. you know, you had you had Men in Black, you had Independence um, Day, Independence Day, you had you know, all right, lesser extent, but like Wild Wild West, I Robot, like, I Robot. Yeah. Like, there's just so yeah. many films, and and let's face it, he's pretty good in all he's, of them. Like, he is Will good. Smith is, he is good. Isn't he? Yeah. he is good. He's yeah. good. So who do you think? And and you could even go back to our last episode with Die Hard. Like for a while, you know. Um, uh, Bruce Willis was that guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Fifth Element, Die Hard. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I can't think of any other Bruce Willis films. <laughs> that was really nice. Um, but you yeah. know, he he was in he was in films and he was sort of the action star. Yeah, yeah. Well, so like Willis that had dealt who was cast with roles with, with arguably more range in terms of like Sixth Sense. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Kind of yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. Extra, and I guess to an extent, um, Will Smith has had that with like. Like films like I Am Legend, Pursuit yeah. of Happiness. Yeah, right. There's the other Last Boy Scout. That. That's what I was right. thinking of. Last yeah. Boy Scout. He's brilliant. Yeah. Um, so if Will question. Smith was like that, because I can't think of anyone since Will Smith. That's why this person asked. Like, I can't think of anyone since Will Smith who is like that action star that is in a variety of films, not just like him in a franchise or him in Marvel Cinematic Universe. Who is it? I suppose you also have, well, not now, but previously you also had Gerard Butler re- quite recently. In the past 10 years, yeah. like 10, the past decade, he was probably using just loads of stuff. But for this day, I mean, you've you've got Chris Pratt. He, Tom, yeah. you know Tom Holland's in quite a lot, I'd say. Chris Pratt is a good shout. I guess, you got, I guess you've got two answers to this. You've got who we would see as being like becoming or could on on the yeah. rise to that kind of place in Hollywood, and then you've got who's the closest to be there now. And actually, I think there's a good shout. Chris Pratt is like, you know, if you think about being cast in those big franchise films, the action star, Guardians of the Galaxy, Jurassic World, Jurassic Mario. Yeah, he's. I think he's been. I think he's the voice of someone else as well. I can't. Remember, I think we've been. Probably. Gar- Gar- I think it's Garfield. Maybe I think it's a new Garfield film. He's been cast as a. Vo- I, I could be very wrong on that. But I'm Has sure he, he also had a rap career? He's not had a rap career. He hasn't had. A he big... doesn't sing at the end of all of his films. He hasn't had a big party style. No, no. I, I think that's the thing. I mean, you, you the, the two that I would obviously think of. Um, you've got The Rock. Yeah. Mm. Now. Yeah. The Rock is in everything. Yeah. And and you know these aren't franchises and stuff. Um, he probably is. I mean, he's the highest paid actor at the moment. Highest grossing. He's. You know, stratospheric. It doesn't. It doesn't feel like there's kind of that like blockbuster hit after blockbuster hit. Mm. You know, that isn't part of a franchise. Yeah. Would you? Is it fair to say that? So rather than going forward, going back, would you say that like Will Smith almost became like the new Tom Cruise to an extent, right? Because Tom Cruise was like the action star, wasn't he? In film after mm. film after film, and I think Will Smith kind of took kind of that place in Hollywood to an extent as well, wasn't it? I don't know, like I thought like they were kind of same, same kind of time though, weren't they? Uh, I think I think Tom Cruise was earlier. I think Cruise probably took over from Willis, actually. Mm. If you look at that, it was probably, it was you, you probably had that kind of, like, and there's probably like, people I'm forgetting, but like in my mind, you had that like Clint Eastwood, then you had like Bruce Willis, Tom Cruise, Will Smith. Yeah. I think, <coughs> when I think of The Rock, and maybe it is just like a size presence thing, but I, in my head, I'm thinking kind of like Schwarzenegger, sort of mm. 
And, uh, and that's a similar kind of space, isn't it? Action film after action film. So you've got Jason Statham. He, yeah. seems, he seems to be in a lot of... The stuff. Or again, he's one of those where he, if he's in a film, he is just Jason Statham. Mm. Do you know what? I, I think there's more... It feels like there's more films being made than ever. It just feels like... Maybe it's just like a different space in Hollywood. Yeah. Like that's what I'm days. thinking. Like it's... It's... it's you know, back in the golden era, it used to be the studios that were big, and then you had the actors that yeah. were big, and now it's like the films are big. Mm. And it's not so much about that. Maybe it is more to do with the, the writing and the characters and stuff, which is a good thing, I think, you know, because, you know, you have like the, your Vin Diesels and stuff like that. And yeah. You don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. We don't want to go back to those times. No, exactly. I mean, so, unless you're me and you like the Fast and Furious films. I mean, that just, that right there is <laughs> the biggest argument against you not liking Gladiator. <laughs> but yeah, I think, I, I mean, that's that's it. Maybe we don't have a new Will Smith or maybe there is. Or maybe there's multiple. It, it, or maybe, maybe it all just multiple. depends on what genre of action film you're into. You know, I mean, if you're going for the, the, the comic book films, you are probably looking at your Tom Hollands or your Robert Downey Juniors or your Chris Evans. If you're going for the more traditional action films, it is probably Chris Pratt or The Rock or something like that, isn't it? It's all going to be dependent on what your personal taste is, who you see as the guy. I guess thinking back to kind of the early 2000s, would we have said the same thing? Or would we have just said, no, you've got Will Smith, I, I think Green, early, early 2000s, you're looking at a couple of choices. Really? So I, I guess I'd it is just so, a yeah. different industry now then, and yeah. probably... Arguably for the better, just because we've got more variety of roles being played. Yeah, more diversity. Mm. Oh, great. So the new Will Smith is... Loads of fucking people. Loads of fucking people. <laughs> <laughs> that is the most non-answer ever. Well, thank you for listening. Tell us what you think of our recasting over on X at Castorol Pod. And whilst you're there, why don't you give us your suggestions on who you think you would like to have cast in the roles instead. You can find Castrol on Amazon, Spotify, Apple, wherever you get your podcast from, really. While you are there, don't forget to subscribe and rate us five stars and leave a review. You may also contact us via email, castrolpod at gmail.com, again, with any suggestions for films you would like us to cast a role on in the future. Until then, it's bye from me. And it's a bye from me. And bye from me. And I will have my vengeance. Oh, I hate this film. In this life or the next. Movie Castor Roll, Castor Roll.